It's time for another great episode of the Geekly Speaking Podcast, your weekly peek into the world of gaming geeks. Grab your controllers and hold them high as we welcome the host of the show, the Big Geek. All right, thanks everyone. And stellar job as always there, Isabella. Now I am the Big Geek, and tonight is actually something really special, a digital super union of sorts. First, let me welcome the voice of the Faded Words podcast, Dave, and after months of begging, I am finally able to welcome the man behind the podcast, Yesterday's Sci-Fi, it's Adam. Welcome to the show, gentlemen. Wow, that's me! (laughs) (laughs) The three of us back together again. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) It's going to be madness. (laughs) I know. And it it is funny, though, because Adam is, he's such a busy guy. He finally, when he was able to uh, do this show, he's like, yeah, I can do it. I'm like, yes. And then we almost didn't do it tonight because first Dave didn't know if he was going to be able to be there. We lost John at the last minute. Uh, He might be able to join us, though, listeners, midway through the show, but we'll find out. He's having some type of uh, computer issues, but, uh, you know, the show (laughs) must go on. Uh, But Dave and Adam, this is is just like back in the old days. I love it. Whoa. (laughs) I know, like four years ago. (laughs) All right. What's on today's episode of Digital Suit? No. (laughs) <laughs> Digital. <laughs> well, today we're going to talk about RAM and RAM speeds. No. <laughs> Dodge RAM. Nope. We're going to jump right into this, Adam. I know you haven't been here before. Hopefully you've listened to a few episodes, but we're going to jump into our first segment. What did you play this week? All right, so this week I broke down and I installed the Breath of the Wild clone that I'm sure everybody knows about, but I installed the iPad version of it, the iOS version, the Genshin Impact. Have you guys seen anything on this game? Nope. Bless you. (laughs) Funny. Uh, So, uh, Adam, what this is here is it is a game very reminiscent of Nintendo's Zelda Breath of the Wild. If you have never played this game, which you probably haven't, I don't think you had a Wii U or a Switch, Dave has it. It's a fantastic game. It's a it's an RPG, just an open world RPG. It's awesome. Well, this company, hopefully I don't butcher this, uh, MiHoYo is the name of the company, and they came out with this game called Genshin Impact. It is very Japanese-esque, Japanese-y. Uh, the characters are all anime-like drawn, uh, and they're cell shaded in the game, but yes, it borrows so much stuff from Breath of the Wild. I don't know. I know Nintendo uh, is possibly going after them because I mean, when I'm talking about similarities here, I mean it borrows a lot of the visuals, a lot of the visual style, a lot of the gameplay mechanics, even some of the interface elements. The user interface is similar, so yeah, they might be in a little bit of trouble. I don't know. But the game is fun. I've only played it, I think I only put in about a half hour into this. So, you know, that's just the way I am. I don't put in a lot of time into games, but I like to try everything. But the game is fun. It's completely free, by the way. It's free on all platforms. It does have in-app purchases, which... In- inept? Yeah, inept. They are inept, too. These purchases can't do anything. <laughs> I literally hate in-app purchases. I would rather just buy a game outright and have everything available to me. Word. 
but at least you can try it out. So Adam, it works on iOS, Android, PC, PS4. I think you have what? iOS and uh, Windows, which you could try it on. So I'd say give it a try, uh, you know, if you want to. And what is that one called? Uh, Genshin Impact. Genshin Or Impact. Genshin. I don't know how they, if the G is like a hard or soft, but it's G-E-N-S-H-I-N. I'm writing it down. All right. Genshin Impact. Okay. And uh, it'll be in the show notes too, Adam, if you need to uh, know Oh, I don't need to write anything down then. No, Sweet. you don't. <laughs> All right. So Dave, what did you play this week? I was feeling like a little bit of a uh, sports pull. And even though it's football season, one would think I'd go with Madden, but I was, I don't know. I, I just happened to be going through looking at a, the PS3 games I have. And I saw, I don't even think I played it when I got it. It's NHL. I think it was technically NHL 2016, It's but it's called NHL Legacy Edition. It came out September okay. 2015, so probably yeah, NHL so it'll be 2016. They would so it. and I it's I mean I never got huge. I don't watch a ton of hockey. A little bit I follow here and there, but hockey games like NHL 94, for example, was a classic, right? And so I I like playing a little hockey every now and then. So I fired that up and spent a little time skating around. <laughs> Tonsil <the> hockey. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I did a little uh, PS3 NHL Legacy Edition hockey. It's you know not much to say about it. It's hockey. It's really well done. Looks great still, even even on the PS3. I mean, it feels like an ancient system, but I mean, it's certainly no PS4 graphics or nothing, but. It really does look good, plays good, feels good. And controls are nice, although I did... Feels good. Yeah. Uh, you know what's cool, though? Because I'm business. old and, and I can't uh, can't quite get the hang of because now the <laughs> controls are all, like, goofy as far as, you know, if you're leaning on the, the shoulder sticks or anything of that, it controls the flight of the puck and this and that. I don't like it. It's too much for me to try and manage. So I you can set it back to basically NHL 94... Uh, settings so it's just using the couple buttons you can do the quick you know uh, pass and shoot for the one timers and all that stuff so I just set it and play these modern graphics with NHL 94 controls and it's a blast sweet I do have a quick question here though because I haven't had a PS3 in a while and I don't remember that on the controller that would just be really weird how do you actually use shoulder sticks well not shoulder sticks (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, it's been a week. No, I mean like the the thumbsticks is what I press meant. these here shoulder sticks. <laughs> oh, so shit. up up on the shoulder buttons, there's actually yeah, sticks, little mini and sticks. You just you just have to use your little. You the know, funny thing is, I knew exactly what you meant. Yeah, like the the thumb the, the thumb sticks. Yeah, movement sticks. You know what I meant. Do you use the leg sticks? Yeah, unlike the rest of us here, though, Dave, we don't have sticks on our shoulders. Oh, fiddle sticks. <laughs> Stick it to him. (laughs) You know what? And I never was huge into hockey either. I would play a little bit of it. I played the most hockey on the Sega Genesis. Yep. Past that 16-bit generation, I really didn't get into hockey that much anymore because there's so much other stuff to play. Yeah. I still love some sports games, though. I'm kind of weird like that. Yeah, so does Adam. He's big into sport ball. Yeah. And when you hit the puck into the net, is that, what is that, a knockout? Home run. <laughs> TKO, actually. <laughs> All right, so Adam, what did you play this week? You're in luck because I actually played something other than PUBG for once. <laughs> <laughs> You're still in the PUBG hardcore? Uh, yep, love it. Um, 
<laughs> cyber protocol have you guys ever heard of cyber protocol no. so this is from red deer games and i didn't realize it have to i forgot i had to talk about a game that i played so luckily <laughs> this is available it actually i think it came out on the switch first it sounds and very now familiar. it's on steam and xbox it's a game it's a puzzle game and it's an arcade puzzle game set in a cyberpunk scenario with like this it says a strong and dynamic gameplay but you um your mission is to kind of hack it, it it sounds weird, but it kind of looks like Pac-Man in a weird way <laughs> that you're you're navigating around these these little items and stuff. I, you almost have to look at it. Yeah, I'm I'm look, seeing it right here right so now. So Cyber Protocol, it's at reddeergames.com. Right now for the Switch, it's only 99 cents. Yeah. Which is dirt cheap. Get it, dude. I got it on Xbox. <laughs> for Xbox and PC, I think it's I think it's ten dollars. Yep, ten bucks. But apparently it. you can like change the screens to make it look like an old, old computer or 8-bit you know gaming machine or whatever yeah it gives it like that but it's kind of cool so it's 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 one of those puzzle games where you have like oh, how do you explain it your character is just this like little box thing and you try to you got to move it around the board and certain certain spots on the board do different things some of them it'll explode some will kill you and the mission is just try to get to the exit every time hmm it's it's actually pretty fun kind of cool so this is yeah it's it's actually got uh really good retro classic arcade vibes to it yeah i like that it looks like i don't know if it's through the whole game or just like you said a setting to change the feel of it but they've taken the images and and they've kind of rounded the edges so it, it reminds you of when you're looking through like the old crt on an arcade cabinet and the edges, there's kind of like that bubble distortion that happens as the screen yeah. rolls back into the machine. Yep. Looks pretty sweet. And they have Cyber Protocol soundtracks as a, uh, as in like a music player, so you can sit back and listen to some synth. <laughs> hey, since uh, you mentioned retro there, and we are talking, you know, before we get into our main topic here, I, I really want to run this by you guys here. So when you think of retro gaming... I want to take you back to 2004. Can you guys go back to 2004? It's 2004. The game systems that we have out is the original Xbox, the GameCube, and the PS2. Uh, And Dreamcast was around in 2004, too. So we have these. These are the four current-gen systems that we're playing. Now, if we were to go back and play an Atari 2600 game, or an 8-bit Nintendo or 8-bit uh, Sega, would you consider in 2004 when you're playing these systems here, those games to be retro? Those yeah. are retro games. Yes. I think so, yeah. And I would think so too. Uh, so we had a discussion on Reddit today. Uh, somebody was calling something retro. They And what, what the something was is they called the original Xbox retro. Okay. And then people were jumping on this guy. That is not retro. Retro is like 8-bit Nintendo, blah, blah, blah. So then I dropped some science, being the, the big geek that I am. <laughs> I said, uh, so in 2004, would you consider, and I, you know, I said the same thing I said to you guys, those games to be retro? Mm-hmm. And they agreed. You know, well, yeah, those are retro games. I said, okay, so what's the difference? In 2004, that is uh, 19 years, right? Did I do my math right? Yeah, that's 19 years since when the since the 8-bit Nintendo was released. And so, in 2004, you were calling 19-year-old games, you know, systems retro. Why in 2000 
are we not calling 2000? Well, when it first came, oh, what was my math? It's got to be. Anyway, it was uh, 2001. 2001 is when the, the original Xbox came out. So yes, 19 years. So why today in 2020 are we not allowed to call the original Xbox uh, retro? Hmm. Interesting. That's interesting. I, I think there's a connotation with retro that it is 8-bit or 16-bit at the at the most. Just because it has that older, blockier look to it, and the original Xbox didn't have that. You had more advanced-looking games for the most part. Hmm. Same with the PS2. I, I guess it, maybe it's a mental thing. I don't consider the Xbox or the PS2 PlayStation to be retro. 2 or... Anything yeah. like that. I, I mean, I, technically, yeah, I guess they, they are retro. Kind of like you see a car from 1990. It could be a, a collector's item now, like in a collector's vehicle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You, but it's like, well, mm, is it though? See, there's a distinction there, though, between being a collector and being just retro, I think. You know, because uh, a 1993 Chevy Lumina is no one's collector car, but a 19 <laughs> how do you know well i wouldn't think anyways maybe <laughs> yeah. but a, a 19 you know 78 chevelle or something i don't even know if yep. there was one that's people are going to look at that and say oh that's a collector car a muscle car mm-hmm. but they're going to look at it and say both of those cars is being while well, those are old cars which to me is the equivalent of saying that's a retro system i myself Especially now with with the PS5 and and Series X just around the corner, I'm looking at you kind of have for me it's always been you have the current generation and that's the the PS4 and in Xbox One I think it is right and then yeah. you've got the next gen which is coming PS5 and and all of that anything older than that current gen fa- starts falling into retro you know but I, I consider my PS3 retro games because that system came out how many years ago? Ten years ago? Yeah, something like that. Something, something, something like that. So I mean, that's a long time. And I kind of go with you on this because I always thought how I broke it down personally for myself was if the system is no longer manufactured and new games are no longer produced for it, could that be considered retro now? Yeah, you get get into some gray area with Nintendo because they're still putting out Just Dance. You know, ver- <laughs> yeah. version 900 on the Super Nintendo. but And I did purchase Just Dance 2020 on the PS4 for the girls. I don't know if I told you that. Yeah. I'm upset with that, by the way, because you can't use the controllers like uh, you could with uh, the Wii to do the movement, you know? Yep. Even those gyros and everything in it, you have to purchase the the move and the camera. Oh, you can use your phone, which is what they're doing. We linked phones to it, and they can hold the phones and, and, and do it, but that's stupid. <laughs> they hold the phone. Uh, exactly. <laughs> so going back to your retro comment, though, I think retro, when you talk about gaming, most people kind of connotate that with the first the first stuff that came out for your home. You know that you you know that we're talking like the, yeah. the first couple generations of gaming. That's what you consider retro generally. Your Ataris. Your so, Sega Genesis, your your Sega Master Nintendo. System, TurboGrafx sixteen. Yep, those those because they bit. were because that's when it was new and that's when it came out. What about this thought though? If you think of all the gaming systems, when you considered yourself still a kid, now, I don't mm-hmm. mean I don't mean necessarily a 
a young kid, elementary school, but still a kid when you were still heavy in the video game uh, circle, I guess, that you were from the first time you played that first system all the way up until you kind of hit that point in adulthood where gaming took a back seat. You still love it, but it kind of took a back seat. Jason doesn't know what that's like. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Well, he doesn't play anything other than his phone. He just collects. It. I he's try a, everything. Like the, yeah, Jason, you're like the collector from uh, the Marvel movies. Yeah. You've but, got Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in, in a uh, <laughs> yeah. But no, <laughs> the and case. the reason I the reason I bring that up is because that's I agree with that wholly where, you know, the NES, the SNES, all of those systems, that's that's that generation when you first started gaming, but that was really, I mean, aside from the early Atari days for the majority of people, the NES, SNES master system, the Genesis, that was everybody's beginning of gaming. So whether you're 50 years Mm. old or, you know, 30 years old, that was probably where you started was on one of those systems. So if you go with that, it, it means that only those systems will ever be considered retro. But then I think about it, and I I was huge into gaming all the way up through early PS3 days, but really started tapering off, especially when I got rid of my Xbox, the original mm. Xbox. And so all of those, to me, kind of become, that's that era, you know, the the yep. mm-hmm. retro era, I, era for myself where gaming yep. suddenly took a back seat. See, now that's that's the exact right answer is that retro is dependent on your perspective and your frame of reference. Hmm. Oh, my goodness. So my kids' retro will be PS4? Yep. Could be. <laughs> Our but, classic rock is Snoop Dogg. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not ours. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought it'd be funny though in a nursing home. It's like you hear old, you know, oh, what's what kind of stuff did you listen to? Oh, I like this one. And then all of a sudden you got Dr. Dre just bumping in your You yeah. know Dave in that nursing home will be thumping, you know, hardcore Metallica. Yep. I'll be yep. doing ICP and M M&M. and M. Unfortunately for your caretakers, you'll be doing that. <laughs> yeah. Metallica and nineties rock and alternative <laughs> will be you know, it that'll be the equivalent of the big band swing music you hear now or even you know buddy holly or you know things like mm-hmm. that that that's what that generation's <laughs> looking at now and then now yeah by the time we're up there it's yeah, retro it's gonna be well you all the music i love listening to most is already on yeah. retro stuff so i think some of the stuff that makes you know a lot of people argue it's the older older retro stuff like the 8-bit nintendo that stuff blah 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 yeah there was not a lot of stuff available so this right. was the stuff that defined gaming is like for the Atari, you had Pac-Man, you had Centipede, you had Missile Command, you had these games that you, you know, Pitfall. We remember them because they were, there wasn't a lot of other stuff. It was, gaming was so new and the same with 8-bit Nintendo, Double Dragon, Super Mario Brothers, you know, all these games that, you know, that they'd come out and it was like, oh, you play this one yet? And you would spend hours playing with your friends. Right. You get to the Xbox era and you've got, a lot more game developers, a lot more games coming out, game after game after game. There's the there's the discount bargain shelf for oh, there's right. fifty games in there I never heard of, and they're <laughs> sale for two dollars. Right. And you play them, and they're like, eh, that's okay. And it's almost like an oversaturation of it. Whereas the old ones, that's what makes them classics. Yeah. So maybe 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 that would be better to be termed classic gaming, and retro can be kind of that era of gaming that just shifts as you go. I don't know. Well, just like how they do with with us we you know with humans like uh generation <laughs> x what are you uh, talking about 
yes, us humans, <laughs> you know, like Generation X, Baby Boomers, etc. Yep. Because a hundred years down the road, there's still going to be gaming, but there's going to be like you know PlayStation <laughs> yep. 16 and stuff like that. Yeah. They they need to figure out what we want to call them. So if we're going to call the dawn of gaming, the dawn of home gaming, hey, retro. Dawn. Yes. From Retro, we need to figure out what we're going to call all these other generations. I mean, we, I guess we could just go simple. We could go 80s gaming, 90s gaming. You know, follow the music, you know, or the way we do music. We got 8-bit gaming, 16, 32, 64. Pretty soon we'll have 128-bit gaming. Well, the Dreamcast was 128-bit. And see, that's where things get really confusing because they don't say bits anymore. Uh all the current gaming, though, yes. The generation one consoles. The Dreamcast, they claimed, was a 128-bit system. But all of the new consoles are using uh, AMD processes, which are just 64-bit. So, in essence, all of our new consoles, including the PS5 and the Xbox Series X, are inferior to the Dreamcast. Whoa. All Sweet. I know... Think is, about that. Well, no. all, all I know is we better never let Microsoft decide how they're going to name these. Oh, they, it's so confusing. <laughs> What's their new one? What's their new one? What yes. is it? Xbox, series X series and X. Series S. So it's the sex box. <laughs> so we, we talked about this on uh, one of our prior episodes. So I don't know if you heard it, Adam, or not, or if you saw the headlines, or if I posted it in our Reddit. I don't know. But... The sales of the Xbox One X jumped over 700% uh, after it was announced that they would start the same day that the pre-order started for the Series X. Why? The One X jumped on Amazon uh, for one-day sales over 700%. That's a lot of parents buying the wrong system for their kids. Oh, that's why. Yep, because it's the naming. Uh, Xbox One X or Xbox Series X? Oh, I'll get little Billy this greatest of gaming systems. Xbox, you know, Microsoft. You love me more. Whoever is in charge of your marketing and naming of these, they definitely need to be fired. Is PlayStation 1 through 5 kind of boring? Or at least start the discipline process, at least with a verbal. Let's let's get well, this changed. The they would, but they can't issue them a first warning and a second warning and a third warning because yeah. they can't comprehend that in that company. I'm on warning X. What is yeah. that? See, <laughs> while we're talking about this, let, let's take a look at Nintendo. We have the Nintendo Entertainment System. Mm -hmm. Then we had the follow-up, the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Oh. Cut and dry. This is the same Nintendo Entertainment System, but super. Mm -hmm. Then they had the Nintendo 64. Then the Nintendo GameCube. Then the Nintendo Wii. And here's where it gets a little messed up. The Wii U. <laughs> Nintendo made an error there with those two names. But then we hit the Nintendo Switch. So I give you know, Nintendo a 90. They did a pretty decent job on naming... They differentiated it enough to where the consumer is not confused. They didn't have to, like Sony has done just the one, two, three, four thing. That's yeah. fine. It's super simple, super clear what's what. Nintendo showed how you can do it and have a unique name for each system, minus the Wii and Wii U, where it still is clearly delineated. Mm -hmm. You're not going to have confusion between which system you're buying. Exactly. And I just wanted to point out, because the Sega versus Nintendo people, Sega did it right every generation. 
you know, you had the Sega Master System, which is the best system, as Dave says. <laughs> the Sega Genesis. The Sega Saturn. I'm not going to say the 32X. That was just an, an add-on for the uh, Genesis. But the Sega Saturn and then the Sega Dreamcast. Very cut and dry. All four systems, very cut and dry. How is that better named than PlayStation, PlayStation 2, 3, 4, That's five. What I said was that's boring. Sega and Nintendo okay. gave it a little pizzazz, but they weren't confusing. Microsoft? Microsoft's <laughs> is the worst. The, Absolute worst. So they should just be... Maybe they should just call it Super Xbox. <laughs> they could. <laughs> Well, the new one, they could have called it uh, the Xbox Double Cube because it looks like two uh, GameCubes stacked on top of each other. Hmm. Game Box. Game Box. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Xbox Game Box. <laughs> That's next generation. <laughs> well, maybe you need the excellent, excellent Xbox Super Master System 264 Series X. <laughs> Cast. You know, if we were really good, I would love to make a video about, oh, let's think of, you know, being like whoever's naming for Microsoft. Uh, Just start throwing out names. That would be hilarious. Whoever's naming. I I feel like they're going on the internet and hitting a random word generator. Yeah. (laughs) Well, they're stuffing high-priced bagels and expensive lattes down their throat. Yep. The Xbox Series S. Gotta check the gram. Now, this name is not very good, but it sure would uh, differentiate the different uh, generations. The code name for the Xbox Series X, as it was first teased at E3 in 2019, it was called Project Scarlet. Yep. So if they would have just called it Xbox Project Scarlet or Xbox PS, uh, that might have been... You know, no. My, yeah, Sony mm. might have come after Here, Here's a thing, Xbox though. Xbox Scarlet would have been fine. Scarlet, yeah. yeah pro- I don't think they'll ever put Project Anything in the title of a finished system because it makes it sound like you have to buy this thing, but it's not finished yet. We got, we're still. You got to put it, it together. It's yeah. like uh, IKEA. Like a <laughs> yeah, they should call it like a Usk or something. Yeah, <laughs> the Usk, the Xbox Sursk. <laughs> well, despite their terrible naming convention, it would be awesome to have one of these new systems. Yeah. So if you had the money right now, someone handed you a. a 600 bucks let's just say and got to got to buy a game system bills. you are you well oh. no you got to you got to spend it on either a PS5 or the Xbox Series X what are you getting it's going to it's going to be the Xbox yeah i have, i have come to really like microsoft's kind of gaming ecosystem if you would call it mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. the party chat everything like that so yeah and if you're going to throw the question at me i i have to agree with adam i've always enjoyed the interface you know, the UI of Microsoft stuff over the PS3 and the PS4 because they're very similar. I know Dave doesn't have a PS4, but it's it's the same type of interface where with the Xbox interfaces, it just seems like it's more user-friendly, getting to the store, all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's it's almost like a a website on your, if you want to say that, but it's a website, especially when you go into the store, it almost kind of looks like you're manipulating a website instead of some kind of funky... Uh, Cold Medina, but <laughs> but and we've talked about this funky Cold Medina. Yeah, we've talked about this before. If I was to get one of the systems, I might go with the PS5 just because of the uh, exclusives. Oh yeah, because a lot of the games that are on 
any of the Xboxes are also available for PC. So if you have a good PC, you can still play most of those games. Mm-hmm. Plus, if you have the PS5 as your console, you get all those fantastic exclusives that Sony has. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you get kind of like the best of both worlds there. I will say I do have one complaint about my Xbox One, which is my hard drive started having bad sectors on it and completely failed me. Oh, seriously? Yep. Did so you I have had... to re- replace it? Yep, because I was I was two months out of the warranty, so I ended up having to. Uh, I bought an SSD. Good. I was going to say, please tell me you put an SSD in yep. there. Actually, uh, one of my gaming buddies from college helped me get that one. He's like, well, we got to get you back in the game. So I got a, a one terabyte SSD. Load times? Tell me how fast, how much faster oh, it loads. It, way faster. It is superior <laughs> yes. in every way. However, the process of getting this installed sucked mm. big time. And and I'm an IT guy, so that's the... It was very challenging. I had, you know, special utility to format the drive properly, get your old data off the old one, try to restore it. It was a complete cluster. Ended up taking it out and putting it in a couple times. So basically, there's a special <laughs> tool to <laughs> shut up. <laughs> special, t- special. It's like tool when you put to- that IKEA thing uh, together backwards and have to take it all back apart again. Yeah. <laughs> there's like a special that. tool to like format it properly to <laughs> Xbox standards, and then I had to redo the whole drive or the whole system from scratch, like uh, a full factory restore. Lost all my stuff, but I didn't care because I suddenly had an SSD. <laughs> that's definitely the way to go. That's why both of the next generation systems, the PS5 and the Series X and S, they, they're standard with SSDs just because there's no reason to put a spinning platter hard drive in a modern no. console or even a computer unless it's a second or third dairy. Um, is that <laughs> a word? Dairy. Is that a thing? Second yeah, if or you're getting third three dairy? milks. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was what they called when I ate the uh, third trip to the all-you-can-eat ice cream yeah. buffet. In Spanish, they, there's a cake. It's called tres leches. That means three milks. That's probably <laughs> closest to... You're, you're looking for the word tertiary. Tertiary. Yep, tertiary. I've never had that word in my vocabulary, so I probably wasn't looking for that. Mm. There's secondary, tertiary. What's a... F- and primary. Fortiary? <laughs> all right so we spent we spent a lot of time on this so why don't we go ahead quaternary 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 yeah i guess in spanish it would be right uh it's it's very similar okay although it's like tert isn't three in spanish so tertiary uno dos (laughs) that's that's for like a redneck. That's also uh, <laughs> he's learned two letters. In, he's learned two two numbers in Spanish. Let's say there's a uno, dos, tert. <laughs> tert. <laughs> Was he counting his teeth? <laughs> tert. Looking in the mirror, uno, dos, and tert right in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Don't poke me with that. Tart. <laughs> where do you feel the <laughs> where do you feel the pain, sir? <laughs> right in my turt. I don't I don't know, but it turt. <laughs> Uno dos turt. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and get into our main topic here. That wasn't the main topic. That wasn't the main topic. <laughs> the main topic, as Adam knows, he's just playing here, is video game movies. Now, this is something that is either done horrifically yes, or 
mediocre. Or so, or, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's never been okay. an upper echelon of video I game movies. I agree with you. I, I think there's games that are way better than some movies. Oh, definitely. Uh, one of the... Uh, well, we're going to get into that because I I don't know if I asked you guys to do this off, off the show, but did you guys happen to uh, pick one game that you think would make a fantastic movie? Did I ask you to do that? That sounds like an episode we had oh, a long you- time ago where I chose Burger Time. Yes, <laughs> but you can't choose the same thing here. Uh, but but think about that. So, Burger time too. <laughs> so let's let's go ahead and take a look at video game movies. Now you can go to any website and find you know how website. good or how bad. What? Nothing. <laughs> how good or how bad the movie did in the box office. Most of the time, a movie tanks, a video game movie tanks in the box office, even if it was a fairly good one. Um, some of them have been, you know, awesome. Like, I think one of the biggest box office hits uh, about a video game was the most recent one was that Sonic the Hedgehog, which I yep. did enjoy. What I thought we would do is come to the show, each of us, with our top three picks, you know, starting with three, going down to one, of our favorite video game movies and then of course we're going to have to uh talk about the very turdtastic ones too Tur- uh, we each picked a uh, worst or a terst <laughs> uh, that's a new word we it's it's turd worst terst so why don't that we go ahead sounds like and- a really huh. bad german just- food <laughs> <laughs> liver yeah. terst hand me some of that turd worst turd worst <laughs> oh why not just furred <laughs> furred <laughs> It looks terrible, yeah. Well, because in German, an F is pronounced with a V. Turd so, first. Why don't we go? A- <laughs> why don't we go ahead? And- Turd first. <laughs> we're we're just totally getting off the rails here. Ein, zwei, third. <laughs> first. Well, and Adam, he always liked it when he got up to seven because he always giggled. I don't know it. You don't know? Okay. Eins, zwei, drei, vier, fünf, sex, and then sieben. Oh. So he's like, sex, and then sieben? <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> that is not what I say. Don't sound like. Okay. All right. So, Dave, why don't we go ahead and start with you? What is your number three? This is your number top three. three. Oh, so what's great. your number three? I'm going to give it to Angelina Jolie's Tomb Raider. <laughs> the the first one or the whole series? I honestly thought you were just going to say, I'm going to give it to Angelina Jolie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he wishes uh, uh, no not really she's kind of scary um there was only two that she did right oh you know what I, i'm not even 100 percent sure i know i saw the first one but that, i don't think i ever seen the sequel I, I i saw the first two i know and i don't know if there was a third but you know what i'm not even talking actually now that i think of it as i look at this I'm not. I'm gonna take it away from Angelina Jolie, <laughs> and I'm gonna give it to uh, the other one that came out just the just a few years back with Alicia wow, Vikander that we watched over Angelina on Digital like Soup. That. Yeah, she scared me away. So we're we're gonna go with the Tomb Raider that came out though. I forget what year that was. 2017 ish, somewhere in there. 2018. Uh, 2018 was Vikander. yeah the new Tomb Raider. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the one I'm gonna call number three okay and that one did pretty good in the box office it did uh 274 million uh, it only had a budget yep. of 106 it. million so it it came away not a stinker i didn't hate it i just didn't care for it we reviewed it and adam was like this thing sucks <laughs> it's a big pile of i don't like that one part i want to punch <laughs> her in the face 
No, I, I enjoyed it though, and I thought she was a much better Laura Croft than Angelina Jolie. All right, so I'm going to go next here. I picked as my number three movie, and we just mentioned it, was Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm. It was a lot of fun. I watched this with my three daughters. They all three enjoyed it. While my oldest one, she probably was on her phone a little bit, but the two younger ones definitely enjoyed it, and we can't wait to see the sequel because if... Did you watch it, Dave and Adam? Yep. I saw it in the theater. No. It was the last movie I saw in the theater before COVID hit, actually. Okay. I I, I, I enjoyed it. I didn't think it was that bad, and I liked the little tease of uh, Tales at the end, uh, mm-hmm. so we know the sequel is going to have Tales in it. Uh, but it was a great movie. It did great in the theater. I think it was probably one of the highest uh, grossing, you know, box office grossing video game movies. I wish I had those stats <laughs> right in front of me. But I, I, I believe don't. it's probably still one of the highest grossing films of 2020. Well, th- unfortunately, <laughs> you know, with the way with COVID and everything, we had some movies that were going to come out that were going to blow that away, I believe, like... Uh, a Quiet Place 2. Oh, my gosh. I'm so mad I didn't get to see that in April. When is that coming out? But anyways, there's a lot of movies that are going to be great this year if they ever do get them out. But that game was awesome. I really, really did. Uh, the game, that movie was awesome. I, I think everybody should watch it with their kids. You know, if you don't think you want to watch it by yourself because you're an adult, that's fine. Just go grab a kid and watch it with them. <laughs> Just some random kid. Hey, kid. <laughs> Just go to the park. Hey, hey, any any kids want to come over to my house and watch Sonic the Hedgehog yeah, and have bad some ice cream? Advice. <laughs> Don't do it. That that. All right, Adam, what's your number three there, buddy? Okay, so the number three is gonna be Rampage. <laughs> Rampage. <laughs> Most now, video game movies are not that great. So well, I agree. Yes. I that one had a little bit of enjoyment. It was very meh, but it as far as they go, there's there's only two other ones I like more than that that I can think of after looking through the list. So it was very okay. met as in metal. Like, this is awesome. It's so metal. No, like, this was okay. Oh, very Could use more large, large beast fights. Mm. I mean, it was decent. It wasn't that, you know, it wasn't that bad. I just didn't hit my top three. Yeah. But yeah, I agree with you. It, out of all of them, it's definitely in the top 10 of. Yeah. The best I, video game movies. Honestly, sure. I will say that Dave's choice of Tomb of the newer Tomb Raider was better than Rampage. See, and I don't know if I've seen that one yet. I'm gonna have to go see it. Tomb Raider? Not go see it. I'll watch it at home, of course. <laughs> we did a review on it before. Yeah. Did I? Yeah. Are you sure this wasn't uh after you kicked me off the show? Let me say dementia. I'm pretty sure it was we were th- that was only during was, the time we were thinking about yeah, kicking. It was off the early show. on, yeah. Well, halfway. I remember it. I bet you if I watched the trailer, see, it's not even rememberable. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. All right. Well, speaking of not being rememberable, Dave, what's your second? (laughs) Well, Dave's not memorable. (laughs) Story of my life. Um, (laughs) It was your number three, but I'm going to put it at my number two, and that's Sonic the Hedgehog. And I, I thought. You know, I was never a huge, like, the Sonic games are fun, they're fine, but I never really got into them. But for me, what what puts it up there is that, it may be a little biased, but I like I said, I saw it in the theater, and I brought my youngest to go see it. And just seeing how much he loved it, like, he was just crazy. I mean, he's still talking about it, and it's been how many months later. And that coupled with, you know, when I watched it, I thought, you know, it's, it's pretty decent, Jim Carrey was crazy over the top, you know. And, yeah, and, of course. You know, a lot of people were mad that he wasn't a big fat guy like in the 
the games, you know, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I thought he captured the essence of that character pretty well. And I don't know. I, I, I thought they just handled it really well where it just had that good, that good, like blend of fun and a little bit of story and still stayed kind of true to the, the feel of the video game. So it was my number three. I have all the same feelings and I do think, you know, you teased me about it because I said, just grab a kid and go watch it. But I do think that might be the difference. If you're with someone younger that really is enjoying it, mm-hmm. it does make it better for you, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, had I watched that, I would have probably never went to the theater to see it on my own, to be quite honest. Mm-hmm. But had I watched it, you know, either at home or, or in the theater by myself, it was still fun. And I think it would have been all right. But, yeah, definitely watching his enjoyment of it and how much he was getting into it really made it a lot more fun for me. All right. So for my number two, as most people who have ever listened to me on Digital Super here know, I'm a huge horror movie fan. Mm-hmm. I have loved horror movies since I was probably 12. That's when I started watching them. And I enjoyed the game and, of course, the movie. And I'm talking about the first one here. Silent Hill, the very first Mm. Silent Hill movie. I really did enjoy this. I loved seeing stuff right out of the game. That was what was cool, especially like uh, Triangle Head and stuff. Yeah. And just the imagery of this reality. Well, it wasn't really reality, this dead reality, and how, you know, the the sirens go off and the world starts to tear away Mm -hmm. as it's getting into the horror dream world type part of it. I just, I thought the movie was really good. I remembered watching the sequel and not really caring for it, um, but I can't really remember a whole lot about it now. But I do remember really enjoying the first one, so that's my it's, number two. It's I been a seen long that. time, yeah. And I had never played the game before. Okay. And, I was, and, and it was a pretty freaky movie. Yeah. Like, what it, the heck? Did you enjoy the movie then? I'm not a horror fan, so I, yeah, well, I know not, not a lot, because I don't care for that imagery, but it was... I remember being like, man, it's, if the game is like this, that's hella scary. Yeah, the game, which is weird, it had this filter, this really weird, because you were in fog most of the time as you were running around on the streets, but it, it, it put this filter over it, so it was kind of hard to it's see like stuff. Instagram filter? No, it wasn't Instagram, but I do remember. <laughs> really? And I don't know. <laughs> I'm taking him like he's serious, right? Uh, Dave, do you remember oh, those um, action replays that we would put in the back of our PlayStation 1s that would allow us to do all the cheat codes? I've heard of them. I don't know what you're talking about. Did I not I'm, know you during the I'm PS1 kidding. era? Oh, I, I would never do something like that. Oh, okay. No. Well, one one of the codes <laughs> stripped the fog away. Oh, which really? makes the game completely different uh, because it was just a layer. It was another uh, layer, and you were able to disable that layer uh, with this um, that cheat device. It was right. called what? The Action Replay, I think uh, is what it was called. I can tell um, you. Hold on. Keep talking. But the, okay, but the game was completely different when you pulled that fog away. It, you, you actually need that there to build up the suspense and the drama. Otherwise, you just run around this town. Oh, I could see something down there. I just stay away from it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's my number two. Big D. <laughs> what is your number two? Uh, I already is. gave you mine with Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh. I said, Adam, what is your number two? <laughs> Big D. <laughs> Big um, D, small A in front of it with a small A after and an M. Final Fantasy. <laughs> okay, there's been several Final Fantasy movies. 
um, Spirits Within or whatever the first one was that came out that was all CGI. That Spirit, well, that's that's a Spirit Within. Within. Yeah, Spirit oh yeah, Spirit Within. Within. I just I don't remember the story a ton, but I remember thinking it was cool. Okay, and it, it was decent, but. I don't know. Number two out of all these movies, you know, that's your choice, and you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna choice judge you. Is that well, right okay, okay, okay? <laughs> oh, shame you, choice, shame you. That's what I meant to say. Um, but okay, so number two, what exactly about this makes it your number two? Because it was better than uh, Super Mario Brothers or Street Fighter. <laughs> there are no real video game movies I really cared for. There, I honestly, I I'm not a fan. They're they're always, bah. <laughs> so that's probably I'm probably the wrong person to have on the show for this. Well, no, I mean we need your perspective too. I mean if you don't like video game movies, that's that's a great because there's a lot of people that are in the the same boat as you. I I thought Warcraft. I mean Warcraft could have been on the list, but it was I don't know. I didn't, think it was that good either tomb raider is probably honestly tomb raider is probably better than (laughs) it really should be okay top four starting with rampage (laughs) final fantasy tomb raider and then my number one one okay (laughs) i just remember it being that was one of the first ones that was they were trying to reproduce you know people as uh in cgi and make it look realistic it was cool yeah, and I I did watch it. Like I can't remember a whole lot of it either, just like you, the the exact story. But I do remember watching it just because, well, it was a video game movie, so I was like, oh, I want to see what they did with it. No, I, I just remember I thinking it was pretty decent. So, hmm. see that movie. We're, I know we're not to the worst movies yet, but that that is an honorable mention on my list for one of the worst movies. I hated it. Is it? <laughs> I hated it. I don't know why it was. It bored the snot out of me, and it just had this weird look, like trying to be too close to real, and it just felt off and creepy, kind of weird. Hmm. <laughs> Anyways, that's why you know I'm not judging you. I hated it. But. Yeah, you can't choice shame him. No, I'm not. That's why I waited. <laughs> what's your, what's your number one, Dave? Big I D. went and in. <laughs> <laughs> no, my name's Adam. No, I, I, <laughs> my number one, and maybe you guys are going to try and disqualify me on this. I went with The Witcher. It's a series. I know it's not a standalone movie. Yeah, but, what are you doing, dude? But I'm telling we're you, including the, series. The Witcher, I couldn't think of any other game like series based on a video game. And I put it in here just because it's a modern game in that series. Just, I mean, it was amazing. I, yeah, I it loved good. it so much. So that was my hands down number one. I would Even though it's if, not if a it, movie in the least. Well, <laughs> if, if we were counting those. It's like watching all it's three. It's just one hour movies that you watch at home. It's like watching a couple Lord of the Rings series, you know, or Lord of the Rings movies at once. I don't know. that I, I count it, though, still. Because, all right, I'll let you have it. You know, if not... Here's what here's what I would have done if you didn't let me take The Witcher at number one, which is I mean head and shoulders above any of the other movies I mentioned. I was going to put Warcraft at number three and then just bump up Tomb Raider and Sonic. So that was my order. But mm-hmm. The Witcher to me was my absolute the- best video game. Well, it's a series, but film. Where does Rampage fit in with this? <laughs> uh, Top does, ten. It doesn't. <laughs> it's not it's not bottom three but uh huh. definitely not in my top three or four 
Well, my number one, again, following the horror movie, and it's just the first one in the series because it really started to uh, uh, get bad as it went on, but the very first Resident Evil movie. I did think that was pretty well done. Uh, I enjoyed it. It was it was suspenseful. There was a, there was a a cool mystery story, like because they're at the top of that old house that's out in the woods. They're ground level, and they're trying to figure out what happened. Mansion. And they find out they were yeah the mansion. They were they found out they were below it, and that's where um, the Umbrella Corporation was. And it was just I, I enjoyed the first one. I thought it was pretty decent. Yeah. Uh, and as I said, they they all got really bad as they went on. See, that would probably be like Silent Hill, Resident Evil. Those are kind of in my like number five, you know, four, five, six spots, you you know, as far as actual films. If I take The Witcher out of it, there, you know, it's in there. I I did have fun with those. Like you said, the first ones, as they went on, they got pretty terrible. But I hate when they do that. Just, you Mm -hmm. know, let it go. Don't, don't keep, you know, making the whole series worse because you need to, you know, cash in and make some more money, but not give a good product. Right. <laughs> what are you, Microsoft naming your systems or what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Adam, I think you already gave us your number one because you were moving stuff around a little bit, but yep. what's your number one? Street Fighter. Yeah. <laughs> that is no. not. Okay, it's Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Mortal Kombat don't, 2 don't, probably, don't, right? Don't, don't, don't. There was no other video game movie that captured the game like Mortal Kombat. I'd agree. It was awesome. It had a killer techno soundtrack. It had the characters. Your soul is mine. Blah, 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 blah. It had all the martial arts action you could want if you're into martial arts. It had all the video game action. It had Johnny Cage's shadow kick. Who is the the one boss character? I don't know if it was in the first or second movie, but he's got like, what, four or six arms or whatever? Goro. Goro. Goro, yeah. 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 It was kind of corny. But In my mind, it I mean, reminds me of a Claymation Gumby character in that <laughs> film. But. You will have to fight Claymation Gumby. You know, that's that's one fighter that they should have turned into a movie. Uh, did you guys ever play the Clay Fighter series? Yep. <laughs> Clay Fighter. Clay that was a fun. Fighter. Can't say I did. That was a fun game. Uh, did you see turning that into a movie? Uh, no. <laughs> well, they they Parappa did kind the of. Yeah, yeah. It, Clay Fighter was kind of turned. It was like a series with uh, what was the celebrity death match? Remember on oh, MTV? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that was all claymation, but they were battling in the ring. Now, hey, this is not my choice for turn this game into a movie. Well, then shut it. Up. Well, oh, no, I'm but it's kidding. something that I need to say though. <laughs> okay, uh, because talking about turning fighters into movies, do you know which fighter? would make the absolute most kick-butt movie of all time? Killer Instinct. No. Adam, what do you think? Oh, which... <sighs> Primal Rage? No. Is that the game? You already had your choice. I kind of agree with Killer Instinct, uh, with uh, with Samurai Showdown as my mm. bat runner-up. If you say right, Kung well, Fu, I'm going to slap you. No, when I microphone. say mine, you're going to slap your guys' faces. <laughs> the absolute best fighter to turn into a movie would be... Marvel versus Capcom. <laughs> am I am I serious? Yeah. Uh, am I serious? Yes, I am serious. But Why do you so agree serious? that that would be an awesome movie? Who, who was in that one? It was, Everybody was. Yeah, in it. it was the Street Fighter cast versus even like Mega Man, all the Capcom characters with all your Marvel characters, the X Men, uh, Spider Man. 
I, I can't remember if there was many of the Avengers because prior to these films in the last decade they weren't big yeah. the avengers weren't super popular it was all x-men at that point through the 90s but yeah that that those took a lot of quarters out of my pocket in the arcade <laughs> i remember playing them a few times they've oh, got uh they were great they've got a modern one marvel versus capcom infinite mm-hmm. yeah i have never looked into that one in that game i remember the original in the in the arcade and there was a sequel in the arcade too i think but it had some of the most crazy move sets and just over the top. Like I remember Cyclops, I believe you could, you know, hit a certain button combination and it let out his optic blast and it would almost, you know, fill a third of the screen, just rip. And there was no way to dodge it and just crazy action. It was so much fun. And you had tag team. Uh, you could, you know, you'd pick yes. two characters. So you could be like Strider, and then you could have Spider-Man, and then if you needed assistance, you'd pull in Spider-Man. Well, and um, you could hot swap. Well, if they it, made so. it, you'd have Strider-Man. Yeah, Str- <laughs> Strider-Man. But, I mean, you could hot swap, too, where you could be in the middle of a massive, you know, move combo set, you know, 25-hit combo or whatever it was, hot tag your partner they could come in you'd pull off a continuation of that same um combo set and swap back out to your other partner and so you could do some if you got good at that system it, it, you were almost unstoppable because you were constantly swapping in and out and it made it very hard for anyone to you know defeat either of your characters I can't believe you've never played this, Adam. This is one fantastic fighting game, and it was huge on the Dreamcast. This was one of Dreamcast's killer games. I mean, mm-hmm. this is an arcade game, so it was a mm-hmm. port on the Dreamcast, but it was perfect. It was arcade perfect on the mm-hmm. Dreamcast. Hey, I do have the I do have the entire player list here. Let me just run through it real fast here. There's more Avengers in here than you thought, mm. uh, but I'm just going to go down the list. Chun-Li. Yep. Ryu. Is that how you pronounce it? Strider. Spider-Man. Captain America, Thor, Iron Man, Hulk. I remember Hulk, yeah. Hulk, um, let's see here. Mega Man, Wolverine, Magneto, Doctor Doom, Gambit, Iceman, Sabretooth, Dante, Frank West. See, now this is getting into some weird ones there. Firebrand, Arthur, and Arthur's from uh, Ghouls and Ghosts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monster Hunter, that's weird that he was in there. Ultron, Black Panther, Gamora. Okay, this list. Can this list be right? I, mm. It's supposed to be the Marvel versus Capcom. <laughs> that, that might be a more modern list. Did they have a new one that just came out? Yeah, within the last. That's the Infinite. Infinite. Adam was just. Oh, that's probably it. what that was from. I was going to go, what? Nobody knew about these characters back then. <laughs> uh, but it did. It had a great list, and I'm not going to go hunt that down now. But definitely check that out. But that is not my pick, okay? That's not my pick. Uh, Dave, why don't you go ahead and tell us, in your opinion, what was the absolute worst video game turned into a movie of all time? Now, this is the movie that if you were to be tortured for information by spies, say the Nazis, we'll say Nazis, they're tormenting you with this movie, and this movie will make you give up all of your secrets. What's that movie? Well, I'm going to take the obvious choice of Mario Brothers off the table because, I mean, we all know that's going to be up there for probably most gamers. Yeah. I'm going to put the steaming pile of garbage starring Jake Gyllenhaal called Prince of Persia up on top of that <laughs> list. I hated that movie so bad. 
You know, I never did see it, and I don't know why. Uh, it looked, I mean, I remember seeing the trailers, and I remember how pretty it looked. It looked like they had a good budget. Um, but it's just yeah, it a horrible was, movie, huh? It was dumb. Hated it. it. Story, acting, what? Everything? All of it. Burn it to the ground. <laughs> wow. Prince of Persia how- should have been buried in a sand dune with E.T. What What about <laughs> um, the, the score? Was the score good? I don't even remember. <laughs> been a long time but that that came out so i mean it was quite a while ago and i remember watching it in the theater and i i I wasn't like a super fan of the games but i had played them a bit and and they were kind of out prior to because they always felt to me game wise similar to assassin's creed in some ways although it didn't have the weird time jumpy thing like well, Assassin's Prince of Creed. Persia is is an old game. Yeah, I mean, that it game is. has been around but I, lot, way before. Uh, right. But yeah. I remember it getting real big around like the PS2, maybe even PS1. I can't remember. But they had a couple out that did really well. The games were fun, um, real fluid to play. Everything was good with the game. But the movie just, oh, it was so bad. I, I just, I remember leaving the theater and, and just feeling like they ruined the game and, and to be honest i don't know if they ever made a good prince of persia game after that or any of them it might have killed the franchise the first one was actually a very good one it it actually got pretty good ratings it came out on the apple II in 1989 here in north america mm. and i do remember playing this I, I don't remember playing any of them past this, and I know there's been sequels and stuff, but that very first one mm-hmm. was pretty good, and I remember playing this. Um, I, it had to have been my senior year in high school because I remember playing it on the Apple too. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it was so, around a long time. Yeah, it's 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 an old game. Yep. That, the original, anyways. Ancient. Yes. All right, so let me go ahead and hit my worst game, and just like Dave... Super Mario Brothers is a very easy choice, but I think over the years, and this happens with some things too, it's over the years it's become so bad that it's actually kind of become good because you can watch it and just laugh at it. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think it's as horrendous as it originally was, but still, it's not good in any way. (laughs) The cast is horrible. John Leguizamo, the best thing he ever did was the past. Well, I did like him in uh, Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> he was good in Spawn. Uh, that, I don't remember him in Spawn, actually. I've only seen that movie once, so I don't oh, really that, remember a whole lot about that. That's a fun film, too. I'll probably have to go back to that. But here's my pick, and I could not just pick one movie. I actually went and picked a director. <laughs> uh. And I picked the entire catalog of U-Bowl movies. This guy is absolutely horrendous. He's done so many video game movies, and I'll name some now, and you'll know what I'm talking about. He did The House of the Dead, Alone in the Dark 1 and 2, Blood Rain 1, 2, and 3, In the Name of the King 1, 2, and 3, Postal, and Far Cry. Hmm. Every single one of those movies is horrendous. If I had to pick one that hit the best movie that he did, it probably would be the first in the name of the king. And it actually had a pretty good uh, cast. Uh, Jason Statham was in it, for one. Uh, and, you know, he was uh, carjacking. And what else was he doing? No, I'm just kidding. But uh, <laughs> overall, his movies are absolutely horrendous. Have you, either of you, seen any of these movies I just named? 
Some uh, of them sounded familiar, but not much. I've avoided them on purpose. <laughs> well, did you know who U-Bowl was? I've heard the legends. Yeah. He is a horrible director. He has How does he four- keep making movies? I have no idea. Um, people just, uh, he did, I don't even know what his first video game movie was, but then he kept getting deals. Now, the Alone in the Dark series, I actually never watched, but it had um, Christian Slater. He was the star of them. Hmm. Uh, I probably should watch it sometime. Now, Blood Rain, I've never seen either of those either, and I can't even remember if I watched the uh, played the game before, but just looking at it, it's a vampire-type game uh, and movie then. So you think I'd like it, but I don't know. Now, Postal, that is the only one of his that I know for sure I've seen all the way through, and it's not a very good movie. It's pretty bad, and I never even watched The Far Cry. Uh, but he is universally panned on the Internet and in all the reviews for these movies. he I, There was even one source that had given him the award for the worst director of all time. So, I mean, I think that's George Lucas, but I guess we could give that to you, Bull. Huh. I was waiting for you guys to be like, what? All right, but that is my pick. It's the worst ever director of the worst ever movies. Yes. All right, Adam, what do you got? Worst ever? I'm going to go with Mortal Kombat. <laughs> How is that the uh, worst Annihilation. Oh, this okay. The second one was a big steaming pile of garbage crap. It was one of the worst <laughs> things I ever crap. saw. <laughs> I award myself no points, and may God have mercy on my soul. That's a poopy turd. <laughs> it was terrible. I don't know. They thought the first one was good, so like, oh, how do we make this the worst? <laughs> the The special effects were just complete garbage. Yep. The the fight scenes were terrible. The choreography terrible. Mm-hmm. Plot non-existent. Movie was just stupid, a waste of time. You'll never get that back. That should be buried along with E.T. and that other one. And Prince of Persia, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And Prince of Persia. And I do remember when you saw this in the movie theater, and I remember you called me up and you said this was one of the, this movie uh, just made you so turgent. That is exactly what happened. <laughs> I felt oh, am I using that word wrong there? I'm sorry. Turgent? <laughs> Any detergent? <laughs> No, I was trying. You don't even Tur- know what turgent is. I, turgent? I don't know what you're trying to say. Either. Maybe I'm saying the word wrong, so we'll just forget about that. All right. So uh, as I asked you guys also, I want you to pick out a video game through history that you think would make the absolute best movie and why, oh, why hasn't somebody made this? They are insane for not have done, doing, done, 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 did this already. They should have done, did this a long time ago. So, Dave, what is the one video game that we'd love to see be made into a movie? You got me sidetracked thinking about this Capcom versus Marvel, but thinking about it, I mean, we've been waiting forever for the actual fully, you know, renditioned out, you know, Halo movie, which would be awesome. But I still think purely from just the type of game it is, I don't know why we haven't seen an all-out, well-done Metal Gear Solid movie yet. Oh, yeah, that would be awesome. Base it on the Phantom Pain alone because you got sci-fi, espionage, you got all kinds of awesome stuff Mm -hmm. in that one. Yeah, to me that series just has so much to offer in terms 
of great storytelling. But, you know, I was thinking of things like The Last of Us and stuff like that. I know they're working on some stuff, but to me, a game like that almost doesn't make sense as a movie because the game itself plays like a movie. But Metal Gear, that series, there's... I don't know. It's very cinematic, of course, but there's so much they could do in in film version, you know, to to bring this blend of like James Bond with, uh, you know, a Rambo, you know, big action star, you know, all all this kind of stuff comes together. And like you say, as a, as the newer versions come out, a little more sci-fi, mm-hmm. um, random, different stuff like that, and really take it to some cool places. I think instead of like Rambo in uh, James Bond. Here we go. I, uh, no, uh, no, this is not a joke here, Adam. I know you're used to me being jokey joke man, but I'm not jokey joke man right now. But I think uh, you'd have to take Rambo out uh, because he's not just a huge kick-ass type guy yeah. in the Metal Gear Solids. I think you want to add a little bit more um, Mission Impossible along with James Bond. Mission Impossible, but almost John Wick. Yeah, a John Wick too. Yeah, would fit in there. Yeah, it'd be a fun one. Yeah, it def- I would I would watch that. That is a video game movie that I would definitely watch if it came out. All right, so my pick here, and the entire time I was playing this game, and I played this game to completion via a cheat code to make me invincible because I wanted to see the entire story. <laughs> Dude, I'm old, uh, even though I did uh, complete this about a decade ago. But anyways, the game that deserves a movie so bad because the visuals, the atmosphere... Uh, and of course, the story just scream movie, but it's the very first Bioshock game. Ah, uh, mm. completely underwater. This fifties motif that's mm-hmm. going on through the entire movie. I just think it would be so awesome mm-hmm. to see this, and then being hunted by these huge, gargantuan, big daddy. Okay, uh, Adam, did you hey, did you play? <laughs> no, not that type. Uh, Adam, have you played this game? <laughs> A uh, long time ago, I played a little bit of it. I should. I've heard so many good things, and I know you've touted it as phenomenal. So it, I should probably. It is get in. the story was amazing. This is one of those games to where it has it has a twist at the end, almost like it's an M Light Shyamalan Ding Dang movie. Mm. But the, the twist at the end was so cool. But the big daddies are you know those old school. Uh, uh, not they're not called scuba diving, but they dive in suits with the hose that you would have the air coming down to them. Those big cast iron uh, suits that would they would wear back in I don't know what was it like the twenties, thirties, and they'd go to the depths of the ocean. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what the big daddies are. They are wearing those and they chase you and they have this like this big drill on the right hand and they you know they'll come up and drill you and kill you with it. <laughs> Wait, um, wait. No, the come up and drill you. The big daddy's gonna drill you. Uh, <laughs> but no, they're they're really really cool. <laughs> Everything about this is cool, and it's this society. They would I can't even remember what they were called now, but they would keep taking these these enhancements that would give them special powers and stuff. Mm-hmm. I just think that is another cool aspect that this movie could have. This movie would be so awesome. Please, somebody, some big name director take this movie on some awesome script writer write this script let's do this <laughs> nice that's a good pick yeah thank you all right adam what's yours you know the name gordon freeman <laughs> yes yeah exactly I'm talking oh. half-life here 
Half-Life 2 was probably one of the best first-person shooter games of all time, but the story behind Half-Life and Half-Life 2, including the mysterious, like, government guy, just makes for phenomenal, like, sci-fi action thriller kind of a thing. Half-Life, of course, you're a theoretical physicist. You're working at Black Mesa Research Facility. Boom. Dimensional rift. Strange alien invasion stuff going on. You got to escape. Um... I just always like that storyline. I think that would be a killer movie. And it's probably got to star Jeff Goldblum somehow. Yeah, he should be in there. <laughs> oh, we should have done that also. So let's go with yours here, Adam. Your dream cast for your dream video game movie. Uh, uh, short of Jeff pressure. Goldblum, who who do you think would play uh, Gordon? Do you, is that who you're talking about? Uh, Goldblum yeah, um, as Gordon? No, he he's too old. Okay. Um, he'd be too old, I guess. Gordon for well maybe he wouldn't like what about younger Jeff Goldblum could have been yeah what about uh what's his name Walter White uh Breaking Bad guy uh he's too old old for it too too. hmm that's a good question what about Matt Damon (laughs) as Gordon Freeman yeah (laughs) how about Batfleck Batfleck no um boy it's hard to Hard to come up with a with one of those, and it has to be a good casting because you do not want to ruin uh, Gordon Freeman. Uh, probably uh, Ryan Reynolds. Mm, yeah, he could be, he could actually be a Gordon Freeman. He probably could. Hey, uh, Dave. Uh, for some reason, I believe uh, Boss Logic. He had done some mock ups, didn't he? Of movie stars doing Gordon Freeman. Oh, I don't know on that one. Do you remember? I'll, I'll look that up here real fast. I, I really don't don't know who I would want. I mean, it has to be the right choice. Who's the guy that played um, the pilot in the new Star Wars movies? Poe, um, not Poe Dameron. <laughs> That's a character. Uh, Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac. He might be. He might be good. Mm-hmm. Um, Hall might be able to pull that one off mm-hmm. as far as the look. Yeah, Boss Logic did do uh, Brian Cranston. Yeah, that's what I was thinking because of the glasses. I think. Yeah, we can't go. You can put glasses on any of them. Joseph Gordon Levitt would be decent. Yeah. Um, the Rock. No. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, Snooky. Yep. <laughs> put glasses on her. Hi, I'm Gordon Freeman. Chris Evans. Nah. Tom Hardy. Nah. Yeah. Nah, nah. I'm with you on that one. Man. Nah. Hey, uh, Dave, yours. Because uh, I know you were kind of going with. Uh, well, it, okay, Phantom Menace, he, uh, Phantom Pain. Oh, my, I did that before, too. Phantom Menace. Phantom Pain. Uh, <laughs> Liam he Neeson. Was, he was older. Yeah. Um, wh- wh- what are you See, seeing for him? A younger, a younger snake or an older snake? No, he's always felt like mid-30s to mid-40s to me. That character always just kind of seems like grizzled and he's seen some stuff, you know. So I, I would go... I would go someone, you know, mid to late thirties, probably give or take maybe, or, you know, mid forties, even, I don't Mark know, Wahlberg. you know, I don't know who I would choose because to me, the, the, whoever's playing him has to be obviously athletic looking kind of muscular. Cause he's this hero, Steve Buscemi. but yeah, not, no, <laughs> but not like the rock big, you know, he's, he's a, he's a more lean, um, it's kind of real world looking dude that's in really good shape so i mean i i don't even think like keanu even in you know five ten years ago maybe but i don't even think him um i I don't know who i would pick in that role but okay well here uh surprisingly 
What was that, Adam? Joel Edgerton. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. Right. right age group. Anyway, go on. Okay, so I just did a quick Google search here, and this is from last year, though, but it does say with a Metal Gear Solid movie on the way, who should play the lead role? Hmm. And here's their top eight. This Josh is Brolin. off of Screen Rant. Uh, number eight is Andrew Lincoln. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, which, uh, of course, anybody who knows The Walking Dead, he he's Rick Grimes. Number seven is Chris Evans. Nah. Um, and we did just say that. Um, number six is, oh my gosh, uh, Diego Luna, I guess. Yeah, he played uh... Rogue One, it says he was in. Yeah. Okay. Mm, he's all right. Uh, Dylan O'Brien. Mm. He is from Maze Runner Trilogy and American Assassin. I don't know who that is. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. What about Christian Bale? Uh, maybe. Oh, well, what about this? Especially if you're going to do the Phantom uh, Pain. This kind of makes some sense, especially if you look at him from the movie Logan, but Hugh Jackman. Yeah, that look like yeah, in, yeah, in yeah. Logan. That look Yeah, the is, Logan yeah, look. That would work. Definitely. Oh, my gosh. Uh, number two, they have Christian Bale. Yeah. Oh, Hoochie, I, who called it. Yeah. With the blood all over him from, uh, what was that one Psycho. movie? Yeah, there we go. And number one... Mads Mickelson? Yeah. Uh, he was who is this guy? He's, He's Mads Mickelson. Uh, yeah. You know who I, uh, I would add, I said it earlier, I don't know if you heard, but especially how he was in when he was in No Country for Old Men, but Josh Brolin. I mean, obviously he's a hot off the heels of playing Thanos, but he's got that that character look and sound. I, I think I think that could work as well if you look up josh brolin from from like no country for old men in that era i think you'll that that would be i I don't know how he would be right now he might be getting a little old but well i do have a list here um and i got this off of uh planet half-life uh but the top 10 actors oh man i'm already laughing at one of them the top 10 actors who should play gordon freeman so this is for you adam (laughs) oh boy number 10 Abe Vigoda. What? <laughs> what? Where are you getting this from? Uh, this is on Planet Half-Life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, that one is horrible. Oh, uh, number great. nine is just as bad. Oh, my gosh. Eric Clapton. What? <laughs> I have no idea. Are you reading like an ad next to the list? No, I am not reading that. Number eight, Edward Norton. If anyone, it should be Morgan Freeman. Yeah. <laughs> All of these are horrendous. Number seven is Sylvester Stallone. Yes, he is Gordon Freeman. Uh, I'm for the nuclear physics. <laughs> uh, number six, Russell Crowe. Mm-hmm. Number five, are you serious? Corrupt Los Angeles policeman Rafael Perez. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, you got to find a new list. I know, but I got to finish it, though, because I got to see who it is. Number four, Johnny Depp. Again, no. No. Number three, Michael Douglas, and they have a picture of him from uh, Fallen Down, so they're just basing it on that one image, I guess, of him. 40 years ago. Yeah. Uh, number two is Charlie Sheen. Oh, jeez. Why not just <laughs> put Emilio no- Estevez in if there? From the 80s, maybe. And when I click uh, to see who number one is, it wants to download a file called ViewD3DB. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, Charlie I'm, actually Charlie Sheen in the movie Arrival it looks exactly like Gordon Freeman in the video game. Hmm. Did you get look look up Charlie Sheen Arrival on Google right now? That's I'm going to do it because you told me to. Yep, 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 yep. I would also take Paul Rudd as 
Gordon Freeman. Okay, yeah, I do see that. Paul Rudd, you think? Yeah, why not? <laughs> Gordon Freeman doesn't have any speaking lines in the game, so anybody could play him. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'd say at least you know what Gordon Freeman is, uh, what he looks like, but you never see who your, uh, your character is in my game that I chose. I'm trying to think. Bioshock. No, there's no time you ever see him. So let me see what the internet says about that. You guys can talk while I'm typing. To the internet. I'm going to the internets, everybody. <laughs> so I posted in the Discord chat. Josh Brolin, I was thinking about it. I think the reason he stuck in my head also is he played Cable in Deadpool. Mm-hmm. And it kind of looks like Snake, only he's got the bionic arm and weird glowy eye. And so uh, you can see, I mean, obviously Thanos doesn't look like anything that would be useful there, but um, yeah. but yeah, it's that's interesting. So while you're looking at that, let me give you this. I had to look it up from your earlier talk. I can't talk. find anything good. Um, just, just hang tight because I found a couple. But we were talking about Marvel versus Capcom. Yes. Adam, especially for you because you, you don't seem to be familiar with it. Here's your, your list of characters, okay? Marvel has Blackheart, Cable, Captain America, Colossus. This is the version, um, Jason, that, that was the first one ported over, and it was like the second, I think. Uh, in the arcade. So this is the big one that, okay. that I remember. So uh, Blackheart, Cable, Captain America, Colossus, Cyclops, Doctor Doom, Gambit, Hulk, Iceman, Iron Man, Juggernaut, Magneto, Marrow, Omega Red, Psylocke, Rogue, Sabretooth, Sentinel, Shumagorath, <laughs> Silver Samurai, Spider-Man, Spiral, Storm, Thanos, Venom, War Machine, and Wolverine. That's just the Marvel side. Capcom brings you Akuma, Amingo, Anacaris, <laughs> BB Hood, Cami White, Captain Commando, Charlie Nash, Chun Li, Dan Hibiki, uh, Dulcim, Felicia, I can't remember who that is, Guile, uh, Hayatoyo Kanzaki, Jill Valentine, Jin Seotomi, Ken Masters, which that's Ken, I believe, from Street Fighter, M. Bison, Mega Man, Morrigan, Ainsland, Roll, Ruby Heart, Ryu, Sakura, Kasugano, Servbot, Sun Sun, Strider, uh, Tronbon, and Zangief. I mean, it is a massive playable cast of characters. Wow, that is a lot of characters. And it's Tronbon. What is that? Tronbon. That is um, from Mega Man, I believe. Oh, okay. I thought it was from Tron. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, it's a Mega Tron Man. Bon. Mega Man character from I forget a 3D version on the PlayStation. But yeah, that that was just a ton of of characters. Felicia was a, a character from Darkstalkers. Um Charlie Nash, Street Fighter. Cammy is from Street Fighter. BB Hood, who is that? Darkstalkers. A lot of Darkstalkers characters. And Akuma, same thing. Oh, Akuma. No, Akuma. Yeah. <laughs> that was my known, in, known in Japan as Guki, G O U K I. That's from Street Fighter. It looks like a. I don't think you can... can say that in BPC, Dave. What? Yeah, I don't think so. Known in Japan? No, Goki. Guki. Yeah, you can't say Guki. G O U K I. How's that pronounced? Gauki? Gauki. Okay. <laughs> I was like, why? Know. Why can't I say that? I didn't, I, I didn't click till just now. Yeah. No, I'm trying to read and yeah, but he he's got a kind of a cool look. It's it's like a Ken or Ryu with the 
the you know the the martial arts um gi sleeves ripped off but it's all uh black in color but he's got like weird flaming red stuff in a like samurai top knot all right what i want to do here is i reached out to the interwebs Mm -hmm. and i asked you know just just out on different sites like uh, Reddit and Twitter, what was the best and worst video game movies? And before we end this episode, I just want to go through uh, real fast and let you know what everybody is thinking. Now, the first one I'm going to say, this is via Twitter, and it was from the Chris Farrell, who is from the Gunna Geek Network. His best movie, video game movie, was Detective Pikachu. I have not watched this yet, uh, but oh, he said, "Hey, it's really about funny." That one. Yeah, yeah, he said it's really funny. Ryan Reynolds is Pikachu, and you definitely have to check this movie out. So, Chris, I'm definitely going to do that. And his worst was uh, what we all toyed with, but he actually said it was Super Mario Brothers, the mm. absolute worst. Now, let me go on over to Reddit here, and Fish One Four Seven Nine said the exact <laughs> same thing as Adam. Mortal Kombat was the best and worst video game movie. (laughs) Win Torres said Warcraft or Pikachu are really good for what they try to be. We have Jurassic Todd. Uh, Resident Evil started well, but went downhill after the second. And I can't even remember the second one, but uh, I agree. I mean, after the first, I thought it really went downhill. Uriel Ventrius 6113. I hope I said that right. Worst for me would probably be Alone in the Dark. Best is definitely Street Fighter. Oh, Adam's going to fight you here. I know it's an unpopular opinion, but the cast is fantastic. You got Ming Na Wen, Kylie Minogue. That's fantastic. Okay, whatever. What Uh, What film uh, was that? Raul Julia. Huh? What film was that? Uh, This is the Street Fighter movie. Oh, Street Fighter. Okay. Yep. And uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. The movie has some great lines like... The day you, me, Bison, was the most important day of your life. For me, it was Tuesday. Okay, I think they mistyped that, but uh, that was made no sense. Oh, Ming Na Wen played Chun Li. I didn't realize that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, West Sentence thirteen eighteen said Lego Star Wars. Did they do a Lego Star Wars movie? No. Uh, Okay. Hammerfell one one two three said, "I'm waiting for the Pong movie." <laughs> now what is that gonna be like awesome all right short awesome okay bruce w1939 uh i should have just said 1939 uh boy you're old dude you're playing games still okay i think the super mario brothers movie was the worst detective pikachu was probably the best in my opinion so that's two for detective pikachu i really oh, three actually because of chris so i think i'm gonna have to check that out sapien bob said what Super Mario Brothers was one of those where it was so bad it was epic. I love that movie. Yeah, I said that too. <laughs> I love that movie. A oh, Cash God. Bond 96 said Mortal Kombat was fun to watch. Sequel was definitely the worst, though. Max Payne. Oh, I forgot about Max Payne. Max Payne and Prince of Persia were decent movies. Definitely entertaining. Ooh, Dave's going to fight you. Tomb Raider movies with Angelina Jolie were very cringe. Tomb Raider reboot was awesome. Meh. Is that you, Adam? Meh. (laughs) Meh. And Sapien Bob responded again. He said Super Mario Brothers was Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo's best movie. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I'd I'd say Roger Rabbit. That wasn't big. Oh, you mean for his best movie? Yeah, yeah. John Leguizamo 
seriously, one of the movies that made me laugh out loud was The Past. I think that movie was hilarious. <laughs> Do you guys remember The if Past you, at all? If you look on YouTube and watch the intro to it, you couldn't you couldn't record that today. No. Oh yeah, I know because he did the Japanese guy. Yep. Yeah. It's it's so uh, you know, not non PC. PC. You know. <laughs> yeah, his his character in Spawn is called Clown slash Violator. Look it up and Oh, okay. Now that you said that I he's do a remember big, him. Now. Fat, huge guy, yep. but it's his face, you can tell definitely. Yeah, now I remember. Yeah. We've reached the end of another episode of the Geekly Speaking Podcast. Now before we go, I just want to give my guests an opportunity to plug away, all right? So Dave, where can our listeners hear more from you? Easiest place to go is just head to fadedwordspod.com, and that'll bring you to everything I'm doing with the podcast at Faded Words. And if you want to check out the photo or writing work, you can find that at usuallydave.com. All right, thanks. And now for our first timer to the show, Adam, it's your turn. Where can people hear from you? Well, I've got the Yesterday Sci-Fi podcast where I'm reading ancient sci-fi stories from turn of the century into the 50s and occasionally 60s even. But uh, that is over at yesterdaysci-fi.com. And uh, yeah, that's probably the best place to check that out. Otherwise, I've got adamtagaro.com, T-A-D-A-M-T-A-G-A-R-R-O.com. The only thing I've got on there is some music stuff, so do some personal music. You're huge on Instagram. I don't know why you're not plugging that. <laughs> yeah, I deleted my Instagram after watching Social Dilemma. Go ahead. <laughs> Judge. Uh, what's Social Dilemma? Is that a movie? That's a new Netflix uh, documentary on social media. Highly oh. recommend checking it out. Okay. And it caused you to actually delete your Instagram, huh? I only watched 20 minutes of it, and I deleted Instagram. Wow. Okay. Uh, maybe I'll have to watch it. Um, I have Instagram just for the show. I don't really use it, though. I do want to thank all of you for joining me today on the show. And I want to thank all the listeners for tuning in again. You know, just to hear a bunch of geeks babble about gaming. I mean, pff, that's all we're doing. And you're listening, so I appreciate it. Uh, now, Isabella, can you let everybody know where they can find out more about this show? If you want to follow the antics of these gaming geeks, then be sure to head over to geeklyspeaking.com for great articles, reviews, and a building gaming community. You can also follow them on Twitter at Speaking Geekly and Instagram at Geekly Speaking. So until next time, it's unfortunately game over. was the Geekly Speaking Podcast. Hustler.
I'm full of scam and I'm in it. So low to the flow, pick the pocket on a midget. Snick, shyster, the best meister. Living life in Miami's vice. Mash, see? Nobody messes with the frog, see? Watch him a sign now. Sex symbols, it's like I stole the wig from his candlestick. I'm in the mood to scam simply because I can't. I'm the Latin Houdini. Disappear in a flash with your cash in a bank like a genie. Uh, 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 Lucy, I'm home. Dando la trello, say. Freak to the east, freak to the west. Freak that body to the chest. Yes, yes, y'all, and it's like that. Why slightly? No, no, no. Get stupid, get retorted. Cause past to get the party started. Which way did it go, George? Which way did it go? Provocious, provocious, atrocious. Ah, what else? 